Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. So today, I decided, because of the room title, um, that I was going to be talking about discipline. And when we start talking about discipline, whether 
we do it now, we regret it later, pain now or pain later, it all comes back down to, again, some laws, right? And I am a big John Maxwell fan, so two of the books that I take a lot of my laws from are the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, which I do a lot of masterminds on, so it's, it's awesome to do a lot of reflection and just a lot of just thinking about where you're at and where you want to be and kind of start tweaking those actions. So that's one book that's really great. And then another book that I use a lot is the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And so from those two, I have the law of consistency and the law of the lid. And, and some of you might be thinking, the law of the lid, how is that with discipline? But I, I will tie it together and you will see um, why I chose these two laws um, with this room title. Um, and again, I will ask for share. So start thinking and reflecting on how this topic and some of the points I bring up applies to you personally. As I mentioned um, the various points, I do sometimes um, mention some personal stories. They don't have to be reflective of, of, what, uh, you, of what your story is. So just keep that in mind. Um, I have a pretty eclectic music collection, but also an eclectic life. Um, so I just wanna make sure that uh, I, I tell you that so that you don't feel any pressure to, to kind of uh, subscribe to my, my way of thinking. <laughs> um, so in short, um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Dora Maria Abreu. I'm an inclusive engineer. I focus a lot of my life um, since very young on leadership, communication, and mentorship. Um, but my education and degree is in technology. So all of those things together um, I use to just help and uplift people um, and basically helping all humans um, wherever I can uh, with any of those topics. Um, so let's get started with this week's uh, topic. Please take a moment also to like rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 on how you're demonstrating these two laws, right? So how would you rate yourself in the home front, the work front, and also with yourself, right? So how are you, when we talk about these two laws, um, the law of consistency, how consistent are you in those different areas of your life, um, your business, your family? Um, I like to highlight yourself because sometimes we're like super awesome with family and then super awesome with work and then you, nothing, zero. There's like nothing in that department. So I just definitely want to highlight that as well. Um, and then in the law of the lid so that you can kind of get your, some perspective when we go through some of the points. So again, these are points that are understood by me. Um, so of course, they're gonna have some, some things that maybe you didn't happen to you. So don't, <laughs> that's why I tell people when I give an example, think about something that did happen to you. So kind of like look at how it applies to you personally. So that way you can start figuring out how you show up in that space and maybe some things that you can add to that space to make it different. All right, so also think about who do you know that exemplifies those two things, right? Like for us, I know the law of consistency for me is someone who does something a lot, consistent, so much so that it becomes the norm, right? So who is that person for you? For a lot of us, I mean, the thousands episode with Glenn, like that was a great example of how someone shows up every day, no matter where, they could have been in an airport, you saw people walking behind. I mean, it just happened, it was consistent. So who is that person for you? Um, and also with the law of the lid, right? So that you can kind of see what you admire most about these people and why, and maybe see what you can glean from some of those like personalities that you can learn from. So again, discipline is remembering what you want. So one of the quotes that, I have two quotes that I wanna start off um, this talk about. 
and it's uh, one is from Brene Brown and her quote is I want to be in the arena I want to be brave with my life and when we make the choice to dare greatly we sign up to get our asses kicked and we can choose courage or we can choose comfort but we can't have both not at the same time and then the second one is John Maxwell small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time so when we look at the law of consistency basically discipline is part of it you want to if we look at some of the points that he brings up in that law is that you have to know that you need what you need to improve so you you identify your areas of growth you, you figure out what i what what do you utilize um this this need to know what you need to improve like how do you utilize that to make things better for yourself like for some people and you know we were talking some people were talking about running and things like that some people know that they're really great runners and maybe not great recoverers right depending on how they're they're training some people know that there's a marathon coming up and they don't start running or practicing their runs long term and gradually over time which is when you look at doing a marathon there is a lot of timetables out there and then there's like that go no go time time like timeline you you, you either start <laughs> this uh practice so that your body is ready by like i think it was like six weeks out or or you're really running risk of injuring your body so when you start looking at things like that you start looking at what does consistency mean because if you're not preparing your body for this marathon you can really cause a lot of damage so understanding what you need to improve so if it's in your business right it's another thing if you don't know what you need for your business then you don't know what you need to change then you don't know what you're utilizing to kind of make that area better so really doing a deep dive and knowing what you need to improve learning how to improve I think sometimes we forget that knowing what we need and to improve and do better is not always knowing how to do it. So sometimes people jump into something, oh yeah, I know, I, I just have to work out. That's all I gotta do to lose weight. But then maybe they don't, they don't know what's really gonna work for them. Or they think working out means that I have to go lift weights. And that's not what working out is about. And understanding what that whole process means and even for them and their body, um, that is something else that you can do a deep dive on. Or in your business, you don't know what it is that your business needs sitting down with a coach or someone who's a lot more experienced in that space can maybe give you some clarity. And so understanding what it is that you need to learn, you get from that clarity. Um, and knowing your why. I know a lot of times people think, oh, what's my why? Your why drives you. For some of you, it's your kids, your family. For other people, it's just that, that, that zest for a win. I mean, it, it varies. Everyone has something different that they have for their why. Everybody has a why of why they want to keep improving and evolving and changing. So understand that once you learn something and you learn to basically do it consistently, it becomes a habit. And then after it becomes a habit, it becomes a norm. And once it becomes a norm, when you're not doing it, that's when you're like, wait, I have to go back to that. And then you're, you actually go back to that routine as opposed to the holidays come, you were doing so awesome for the last five weeks. You were working out every day, you were eating healthy, and then all of a sudden the holidays come and you jump off the rails. 
And instead of you going back to the norm of consistency of what you set up, it will be consistent to what you had before, which was not eating healthy, not working out. So you can follow my drift there on what the consistency space is looking like there. Um, and then knowing when you're supposed to improve. A lot of times people want to improve today, yesterday, and sometimes that's not possible. You have to take it one step at a time and then assess your environment. For me, I'm, I'm a big advocate of audit your circle, including you, because some people audit their circle. They're like, yeah, all these people around me are not helping me. I'm going to surround myself with all these people that work out every day or eat healthy every day or the, all of these business gurus. But if you're not auditing yourself and you're not subscribing to this consistency, all of that, you can, you can pay the best mentoring coach. You can really get the best workout um, you know, person to help you do X, Y, Z. And it won't matter if you are not also getting and buying into that. So that's also important when it comes to consistency, you have to do the work because I can hire a workout coach or I can hire a business coach, but if they're doing all the work and I'm not, I'm not gonna see any of the results. If you wanna see results, you also have to be on that boat, working out, doing the things, all of the things to see that result. So just keeping those- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Those things in mind is assessing your environment. A lot of people don't take that into account when they're trying to set up a win for themselves. And then the law of the lid. This one was very interesting, but I liked it because here, um, John Maxwell defines this law by saying that it's a leadership ability is the lid that determines a person's level of effectiveness. So basically the lower the individual's ability to lead, the lower the lid of that potential of that person. So for me, I started looking at this as discipline as well. So, and I'll give you an example. Um, in the early 1900s somewhere, because I don't know, because I wasn't alive back then, there were two young brothers, right, Vic and Maurice. They opened a small drive-in restaurant in California, and literally, their tiny restaurant was a great success. They decided to move their operations to San Bernardino, and it was also super awesome. They exploded. They, they started making like $200,000, and back in those days, that's like, oof, a million bucks. Basically, these two brothers, they had a genius. I mean, like their restaurant and their customer service was incredible, but their talent led them to a new system of food and beverage service. When they tried to market this idea, this, and this, this was Dick and Maurice McDonald, so now you know where I'm going. This McDonald's concept, it was great, but they didn't have the expertise to market it. Because when they went to market it, it failed. Nobody saw it. And part of it was that they just lacked that, one, the leadership to do it and the marketing expertise and all that, but they didn't know what it was to do the larger enterprise. They were awesome at the single restaurant owner side. They were awesome in that space. They knew how to run a small business and they had systems that made it work efficiently. They cut costs and increased profits. They were great at that. They were efficient managers. 
and they ran into someone, um, this guy, Ray Kroc, um, and that literally had that vision. And they succeeded in, in what is today McDonald's globally, right? So if you look at that, you're like, wow, like that was incredible, but they couldn't have done it by themselves. So understanding that there's a limit. So discipline works in the same way. You have to believe in yourself and master your own thoughts, but you also have to be honest with yourself of what your limitation is and what you're able to do um, as well. Because sometimes we lack the expertise um, to do that. Um, and I'll give you two examples. Um, when I injured my back, I went to what I knew. And if anyone here is from a Latino household, you know that Vicks comes in full hand, hot towels and ice packs, because that's how we solve most problems. And that didn't work. The pain was excruciating. I ended up going to the emergency room. I wasn't even able to walk for like a good two and a half weeks. And I started going to the physical therapist. But let me tell you, that first week was so much pain that I did not, I literally was just like, oh, wow, this is, this is, this is when like, I just had that rude awakening. Like I, I, I really just can't do the minimal. I have to do more and I have to get expertise. So I sought out a wellness um, physical therapist and a chiropractor also so that I can get on that journey. I couldn't have done it by myself. And if I wouldn't have sought those people out, I don't know that I, I, don't know that I would have gotten away with not having back surgery. And that was in 2013, it's, it's taken me a journey. It, was, it took me a while to, to even just get on a cane. And it, yeah, it was just horrible, like the whole, experience because in the beginning I was really only focused on the pain and the fear the fear of oh my god if I have to get back surgery that's insane so again you only get as high as your knowledge allows and your fear allows and it's a lot of it is your thought process so you master your thoughts you can definitely build that belief in yourself you're able go you're going to be able to manage that discipline and consistently keep that discipline at a level where you need to have it Another example, which is a little bit more simpler, think about your favorite customized meal. And for me, I have several of them that I just customize all the time. Um, one of which is Mori Soñando, which for some of you, if you translate it directly, which is pretty silly, it says die dreaming drink. But basically it's like this milk and orange juice and lemon and lime drink that they drink in my house. And I've literally customized it so that everybody that makes it that's around my family, they make it with lemon and lime it doesn't require that as a recipe. Or think about the popcorn too. Like nobody eats popcorn in my house without adding some flavoring, which never was that way. People used to just do butter. But the norm, I did it so consistently that people think that that's the, like you see all of the kids and cousins um, in my family, they actually think flavoring goes with the popcorn. And that was never a thing when I grew up. It was either plain or butter, like that was it. And, and you can't even tell somebody that that's an option. So think about a meal, like for my brother, it's peanut butter on like anything, chocolate. Never would I have thought that that was a norm, right? And now there's like Reese's Pieces and things like that. So some of those things that you think are unique have been because it's been done so consistently that now they become even some bigger brands or a business sparks out of those things. So think about it that way as well. Um, we have, an opportunity for the law of the lid that it allows for flexibility. I so it's unlike when you're thinking. The only thing that I like is nobody um, over there. Is okay, um, so Tina, I'm going to meet you there. Thanks. Um, so yeah, so the good news with this law of the lid is that there's room for flexibility. 
So it's unwise to think that you were um, as good of a leader that you were yesterday that you are today. Everyone has room to grow, and so do you in the space of discipline as well. And sometimes when we look at some of the habits of a disciplined leader, you focus on what's important. That's number one, right? You master your thoughts, and then you respect and value other people's time. Their time, your own time, but also that of other people. Because usually you're leaning on other people's expertise and knowledge. Sometimes we even pay, for, how many people have paid for a coach and not followed what they learned? <laughs> so you're here, you're pouring out all of these things and you're not valuing the time, the money, the energy in that space. So you create a habit of self-care, you're committed, and the self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. So if you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. And a lot of times, we, we really should take the time to reflect on how you yourself are a disciplined person in the space that you're trying to grow in. A lot of times, people are very disciplined. Let's say, for example, you know, if you're one of, like Don, Don's been working out, it doesn't matter what is going on during the day, he is in the gym, we're getting his workouts in, it doesn't matter if he's on vacation and not on vacation, that is consistency. So for him, consistency and working out isn't the problem, but maybe in another area, he's not as disciplined. So what is your niche? What is your sweet spot? That's not one of the things you need to worry about your discipline that might be taking away. So for example, you're working out every day, but then you go and you eat unhealthy for the next three weeks. That's counterproductive to what you're trying to achieve. So you, you may lack the discipline in eating, but not in your workout. Or in your business, you're very disciplined in keeping meticulous records of everything you purchase and everything that you, you save, et cetera. But maybe you don't have discipline in buying things that are not needed. So you haven't done your audit of what's necessary in your business. So that's also another opportunity for you to look at where you're disciplined, where you're not disciplined um, in, in the business space, right? So just think about what that looks like for you. And I definitely wanted to get a, a few shares and hopefully some of you have thought of some examples of what you've done consistently or maybe where you're a lid, where you're actually a lid yourself in your life that maybe you can try to find uh, the support that's needed. Um, so for me, I personally like to have planners because it keeps me or an accountability um, type of program because it helps me to stay on track with what I'm trying to focus on for that moment. So I had signed up for a few accountability challenges. Um, I found I, I definitely got the planner because I definitely wanted to uh, just build out that whole mindset of one, I'm trying to track my workouts. And for me, they're really not workouts. They're just really stretching, um, a lot of stretching involved because if I wake up stiff in the morning, I want to know what works. I want to know what doesn't work as well. And one of the other things that I'm tracking is when I actually um, travel because when I travel, I end up sleeping in a different, um, you know, a, a different time cycle. So I don't have the same comfort. Like I'm still, I'm still in my dad's house in North Carolina. So it's just like, I'm not sleeping in my bed. I'm, I'm a different sleeping routine with the 2.0 siblings. Like it's just, everything is different. So I track that as well also so that I know, okay, you know what? I really didn't get a good night's sleep that night. And 
these were the types of exercises that I did that day and they impacted me this way. So that's one of the things that now I'm trying to get more granular about so that I can be more efficient in my own workouts. Um, so just keeping those things in mind. And I can say that, um, I know we had some people um, flashing, but I definitely want to make sure everyone knows we do hand over to, if to Ify and uh, Marvin at seven o'clock. So I definitely want to make sure we keep our, our shares concise. Um, and I see that Charlene was flashing and then Don. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So I love what you were talking about regarding consistency. I just wanted to share quickly because I'm, I'm just aware of the time that you were speaking about your body, right? And so I've had a history of like chronic anemia, really bad anemia to the point where I just had no energy at all, completely fatigued. And I decided uh, uh, in October that enough was enough because the things that I was doing before wasn't, were not working. You know, I would juice um, all of these wonderful things, spinach, beetroot, all of that stuff. And I would, I noticed that my, my limit with consistency and discipline was around the three month mark maximum. And then I would get sick of the whole thing. You know, my, I would say, oh, my juicer <laughs> is, I call it, I call my juicer monster because it's got so many components and I was really weak at the time and juicing and, and washing everything up was a huge deal. But I just said to myself, look, at the end of the day, if you do nothing, you're not going to get better. And so you have to do whatever it takes to just get better. And, you know, when you have health challenges, everything in your life is challenged. Business is challenged. Relationships are challenged. Everything is because I was spending so much time in bed. And so I decided in October that I was going to juice every day for a year. And I'm telling you, the first month or so, first six weeks was rough. It's like working out every day when you really don't want to, like when it's your first time working out for years or, or for months, it's rough. But I'm seeing the results and I'm feeling so much better. But the reason why I'm staying disciplined and consistent is because I love me and I want to feel better because I love myself. And it's the love that I have for myself that is driving me. So I just wanted to share that and, and thank you. It's Charlene, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, gonna no, no. I mic. saw you. Thank you so much. That was a beautiful share. And that's why I, I give examples about health because I think people can relate to that. Um, I also do a lot about food because I, I also hope people relate to that. I, I, I just, I love, I'm a foodie. So that's why I have to get ahead of the health game. Don, you want? I did. Thank you for pointing it out there, Marie. Um, Yes, um, my consistency and stuff did have hiccups in it, and you're spot on with the diet. Um, in my journey, I've dropped 65 pounds, but I did first half just with the workouts. And like you were, like you said earlier, there's I'm proof that you can't outwork a bad diet. And the consistency had to take another level. The discipline had to take another level to get rid of the rest. And it's also what you said in your first the your first piece of this was that. I've had so many people approach me and say, hey, I want to work out. I got to do this. I want to do this. And I'm like, the first thing that you have to do is have a conversation with the person in the mirror because you're going to spend the money. You're going to think you're going to spend the time, but are you really going to do it? And that's where it starts first is you have to make the commitment before you make any financial commitments, any time commitments. 
So just wanted to share. Thanks, Dora Marie. All right. I can probably do one more share if someone else would want to. Uh, you can flash your hey, mic. Dora. Oh, go ahead, TM. TM. Awesome. Go ahead. You know, for, for me, two things, right? It, it is all about prioritizing, and I love uh, this entire conversation. But for me, it's it's the prioritization, right? Schedule is really tight. Getting the the big things done first, right? I have a lot of energy in the morning. We're all up early. And so getting those difficult things, the hard things done when you have the most energy so that, you know, when you're starting to lose energy, and for me around 3 o'clock, 3, 3.30 p.m., I can feel myself sliding down, right, losing energy. And it's it's easy to do the easier things when you have less energy. Um, so one, prioritization, do the hard things first throughout the day. Um, and then for me, I'm, I'm making sure that I am tracking um, subscriptions and trials. Guys, how many open subscriptions, seven day, 14 day trials that you missed and you're paying for them and, and you forgot, right? And so for me, um, priorities, you know, handling my business uh, and, and my health and then my financial health as well. I don't want to give away any extra money in 2022. Tim, appreciate it. Oof. Awesome. Thank you so much for those shares. Again, where do you see yourself rated on these two principles, like the law of consistency on a scale of one to 10, your home front, work front, personally, and think about the benefits you can get when you improve to a better rating there. But you have to be honest with yourself. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And so taking inventory of that, inventory of your, your inner circle, um, including yourself, um, definitely helps in that aspect. So I'll close out my segment with uh, some quotes from, one is from Tony Robbins, the path to success is to take massive determined action. And then one from Zig Ziglar that says, you can get everything in life you want if you help enough people to get what they want, but no one succeeds alone. And I know I highlighted that in my segment last week, but again, anything that we're trying to do in life if we surround ourselves with people like-minded in that effort, we're going to go forward and succeed. And then lastly, with John Maxwell, discipline. Success doesn't just happen. You have to be intentional about it, you, and then it takes discipline, and that requires action. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.